Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is your Craft Heads co-host, Alex. Tommy and I recently recorded and forgot to mention several current events, so here we go in reverse chronological order. Congratulations to all you Kansas City Chiefs fans out there. Your team made me a nice, tidy little $20 on my yearly Super Bowl bet with a good friend of mine, shout out Simon, so your team is okay by me. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant and the others who departed from this life on January 26th. You will be missed. And lastly, as we tend to get caught up in tragic celebrity passings, let's also not forget the now hundreds who have lost their lives or lost family members to the hateful coronavirus. R.I.P. to those poor souls as well. Thanks for listening, thanks for supporting, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode 89 of the Craft Heads podcast. Um, oh, is 90 really? <laughs> yeah, damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, to episode 90 of the Craft Heads podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode of the Craft Heads podcast. Alex and I are both sitting, sitting Indian style on his bed in the master bedroom of his new condo yes thank you. I, I don't know how it's gonna sound so uh pardon our digital dust as i like to say but it's we thought it would be funny and a little um it's very us yes to record in this bed together. right it, 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 yeah uh we're sharing an extra special memory right now yep uh and speaking of extra special memory i'll get it out of the way right now off the bat uh I got engaged you on Sunday. You made it sound like you were going to break up with her. <laughs> I, like, it didn't sound happy at I all. Did, I no. Well, shit. Uh, no, sorry, everybody. It was, it was great. It was a great day. It was a... And it was a um, long time coming. Not not really. Claire and I have only been dating for a year and a half. But it, it was about the right time. Uh, and uh, we're both very happy. And um, thank you, everybody, for your congratulations that you gave to us uh, throughout this past these past few days. And um, we're looking forward to a long, healthy life together. And um, should I give the listeners a little, some detail on how it went down? After I say on air, congratulations to you and Claire and give you a celebratory drink. Ah, yeah. Do you have both of them? I do. Oh, okay, great. So, this is Icy ASMR. This is the <laughs> this is ICA ASMR. This is the rum swizzle. It's dark rum, fresh mm. lemon juice, which of course I have my new lemon presser, citrus presser. It's incredible. Uh, triple sec, ginger ale, and a lemon wheel, which I did not add at the end because I missed that. So uh, you serve it in an ice filled Collins glass, and the ginger ale is floating on top, so it might taste a little different toward the bottom. Okay, so cheers, brother. Thank you. Congrats. It's a Caribbean classic. Oh, that's mm. amazing. This is something that you drink on the beach and in, in like to, to refresh you on the beach. Yes, this is really good. I picture myself on Siesta Key sweating my ass off on that really fluffy sand and just like pouring this on my body. Yes. And we're being Dude, refreshed. That was a weirdly good description, actually. I feel like that would feel amazing. <laughs> it is very good. And this is, it's not a weak drink. Like, Mm-mm. there's over, t- there's two ounces of rum per mm-hmm. and then plus the triple sec. So it's. Posse. This is something I need to get down because I'm really bad at it. Okay, is it one ounce per shot or one point five ounces per shot? Okay, so the standard like American shot glass that, that most people do shots out of mm-hmm. that is one point five ounces. Okay, so like your standard shot glass. When you have a little metal one that's part of a mixing set, mm-hmm. 
that is one mm-hmm. ounce. And then if it's double-sided and there's like the smaller one on the flip side of it, mm-hmm. isn't that, I think it's called a tumbler or something. I feel stupid. But uh, if it's one of those double things, the smaller one is a half ounce. Okay. So and for, for the sake of mixing drinks, uh, that's a really useful tool to have. But like a standard American shot glass is 1.5 ounces. Okay, so I need to take aim at your logic. I, 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 I've worded that wrong. I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> but hear me out. This is why. I'm not. Okay. So whenever I made, <laughs> I'm not. Whenever I made those drinks for the couple's night at our house uh, a few weeks ago, I, was, I poured, it was one shot of um, gin that went into the champagne cocktail that I was making. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was too strong. And I remember being like, oh, I had to pour one shot in. You were like, yeah, that's the wrong side. You were supposed to use the smaller side. Then then I misunderstood what was happening there. Because a regular glass shot glass is mm-hmm. 1.5. Mm-hmm. The bigger of the two metals is one ounces. And then the smaller of the two metals is, is a half point ounce. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, good to know. Um, I'll... I have one of those at the house, so mm-hmm. now I have to make sure I know what I'm doing next time I make a cocktail. I'll show you whenever, um, before you leave. Okay, great. So uh, tell us about the engagement. Great. I, I will. good information for the listeners, by the way. <laughs> it's important from the Craft Heads podcast. Exactly. Yeah. It's something you need to know mm-hmm. as, as to be a crafty boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Claire and I got engaged. Um, I knew I was going to be doing it, and uh, I knew exactly what site I was going to be doing it, and how I was going to be doing it. And now I'm going to Tarantino you back. Nice. Um, <laughs> I knew I was going to be doing uh, it at Stone Mountain in Georgia because on a third date, that was the date that I realized that, that I wanted to be with Claire for, for real, for real. <laughs> and um, we actually hadn't been back since that date. Oh. So all I week I was I... like, we haven't been back since our third date. We got to go. You know, I was just kind of playing it off that we hadn't Easy been in a while. Pitch. And um, I knew I always had to uh, employ our dog, Row to be a help in the... Um, in the engagement. So I bought the ring. Uh, I bought a little bag for Roe so I could hook the ring onto her harness. And uh, technically you're not allowed to have dogs on Stone Mountain, but we had a couple of our friends meet us up top and uh, take Roe with them before we got there. So Claire and I hiked up the mountain, got to the top of the mountain, and Roe was waiting up there. Claire had no idea. Roe ran over, had the bag with the ring on her back, and uh, Claire just kept saying, as soon as she realized what was going on, uh, yeah, she goes, yeah, yeah. "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy!" And um, and I just got on one knee, did my little thing. It wasn't too long of a speech. I just said something to the effect of, "I want you in my life forever." And she said, "Heck yes!" And we are now engaged. I'm That's a, awesome. Dude. I have a fiance. It's really weird to say that. Cheers to that again. It is Thank weird, you. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The so the funniest thing is, I I figured. Using row as your vehicle yeah. is my vessel. It's yeah, thank you. It's such a no-brainer for Claire. Yeah, but it, it, I love it because as soon as you started telling me the story, I pictured the cat Mister Jinx from Meet the Parents. Oh, Jinx, Jinxy cat, yeah. Jinxy cat, yeah, that yeah. thing. And I, I just pictured uh, bringing over like a little ring on a pillow or something. Yeah. It's amazing. That's <laughs> that's really cool, dude. You you did a good job. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. And we have uh, a couple pictures. Clo- uh, our friends did a good job of taking the pictures, and and uh, I'll show whoever wants to see them. So. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for dealing with me as I was single, to having a girlfriend, to getting engaged. That's how long the Craft Heads podcast has been around. <coughs> That's true. That I hadn't actually thought about that. <laughs> you too. 
actually you yes me when too. we started you actually you didn't know tara whenever we started the craft heads podcast. we were like just start you know it's, yeah. it i wouldn't have called myself officially single because we were definitely seeing each other and it was at gasparilla uh-huh. which by the way that happened yeah but anyways <laughs> um yeah, yours is better because you were like single, single. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. Wait, so this really, I mean, as of... But I'm married. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll get there in however long that takes. Yeah. But um, this is technically two years of the Craft Heads podcast. Yeah, I guess it is. Because our shit. first episode was the week after Gasparilla. Dude, and it is... We're recording on January 30th. It's within days. Yeah. That's amazing. It, Dude. <laughs> I love it. This is a great. It's night. coming full. Ep- it's coming full. Oh, it's coming full circle. I almost said it's coming full episode. What an I heard idiot. <laughs> um, so uh, another thing I wanted to bring light to mm-hmm. is um, I got an interesting text from a friend today. Uh, Joe and friend Sean, who I'm not sure if you've ever met him. I don't know. Sean Messenger. Sean Messy. I don't know. All right. Uh, Sean and Joe started a craft started a craft heads podcast. They started a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. And uh, it's called According to with show, with According to Sean and Joe. And uh, their like episode their their first episode that I listened to. I actually listened to their second episode first before I'm going to go back tomorrow and listen to the first episode. But they just basically the theme of it is that they're ranting. They're going on rants. And I thought a really interesting rant they went on was um, "just do it." It's kind of was kind of the do theme it. of it. <laughs> just do it. It was it was be it was like be the change that you want to see kind mm-hmm. of thing. They they both are really tired of picket picket fence picket fencing pit, picketing being a picketer. Whenever you hold up a sign in a crowd and okay. being a picketer. Oh, okay, okay. They are they're like that's not doing anything. Like actually do something. Mm-hmm. And um, I was wondering if yeah, protesting you, isn't anything. Yeah, I was wondering if you feel like you are a good um, employer of just of doing it and not just being a picketer. Yeah. Uh, first, well, if we're gonna say like picketer or protesting, I've never done that, and I try and avoid absolutes. Mm-hmm. So it's tough for me to say that like I I'll never do something. But all that's I remember that one year. I don't know if it was whenever. Trump was elected, like, if it was 2016 or 2017 or whatever, like, the one of the dictionaries' word of the year, either it was or I said it should have been, would have been protest. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, you guys, get a life. Uh, do something. You know, <laughs> if, if you really feel that strongly about it, do something about it. I totally applaud you. You should stand up for what you believe in and do whatever it is that you feel you need to do. But that's not doing anything. So I'm definitely not one of those people. If you just talk about doing versus talking... I do think I, I do a pretty good job of that. You know, like if I really want to take something up or start doing something differently, you know me, I, I don't like, I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't like saying, oh, I'll start it on the first of the month. Just, just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just start right now or don't do it. Yeah. And I think I do a pretty good job. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But uh, I definitely try and keep that in mind. So, so Joe made a, made a good point. There's a lot of people that procrastinate because like you said, they're waiting for like a, the opportune time to do it and in the end they end up knowing so much about it that they could teach what they're trying what they were, were supposed to be doing yeah you know so yeah. like i i thought it was i thought it was a, a really good argument that they were making and they harped on a lot of good facts so if you guys are ever interested in checking that out 
according to Sean and Joe, it's on Apple Podcasts. I don't know if they're on Spotify because they're not as cool as us, but uh, <laughs> sooner or later, I'm sure they will be. But uh, I'm glad he did that because Joe has been and I have been talking about it a long time. Uh, me getting him on this podcast, me and him talked about it. For yeah, a long you time. have been talking about that. And he was actually he was a guest a guest feature on my first podcast, Talatrashi, back in college for quite a few episodes. And uh, and Joe's just a, he's a very uh, opinionated guy. But I was going to say funny the fact way. that he does rants is that fits him perfectly. It's, it's it was very a good Joe. idea. Yeah, I did have to throw out technically. Joe was on the Craft Heads podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you look at episode 27, a whole is a whole interlude. <laughs> Honestly, that's an episode that I'll listen to several like, times. Yeah, I'll listen to it like bi-monthly mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, I need to because it's it's short and it's I think it's funny and Joe was hilarious in it. So it was a it was a window into a very candid conversation that we had with Joe. And then we told him we were recording, and he said we could post it. So go check that out sometime if you haven't. And it's uh, really funny. We mentioned Joe's last name, but uh, it, like out of, oh yeah, Joe to be an asshole. I said his full name, uh, and uh, we ended up bleeping it out. And I think uh, you used like a fart noise or I something. I can't remember. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what I did to be honest with you. Oh my god. Ooh. No. <laughs> Got on the bed. So what was the other thing you were gonna? What were you gonna say? I already know it's just going to hit me like a ton of bricks. It is. It's real bad. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you mentioned New Year's resolutions. Stop smelling Alex's <laughs> farts. You mentioned New Year's resolutions. And do you remember how I we a couple episodes we talked about what we were going to do? Yeah. And like you guys running. were running. Yeah, and you guys thought you might get in on that? Mm-hmm. Claire and I have been doing it since January 1st. You didn't tell me. Yeah, I know, and I've been meaning to on on the podcast. We um, we decided that as a couple, we had to get twenty five miles in a week of pra- of of running, Peloton uh, exercise. I I put, I put basketball in there, and I'll put a few miles in for basketball if yeah. I play basketball. Um, so together we have to get twenty five miles in the week. Okay, and uh, every month we're gonna up it by a mile. So by the end of the year, we'll get we'll be doing thirty seven miles in mm. December next year. Very cool. A week. And it's been it's been great. We have a, a a calendar that we track it. But not only that, we're also doing four meals at home, like four meals that we don't order out at home. And by meals, I mean dinner. Like, yeah. Because I mean, you know, lunch and breakfast will do our own thing. But yeah. we have to have four meals that we cook at home a week. In the other, and sometimes we've gotten five. And maybe like halfway through the year, we'll switch it to to five a week. But um, it's been it's just something to motivate us to keep totally. us good and. Uh, if you guys ever want to get in on it, I'll show you the, the, the calendar. Tara and I, I'd like to see it regardless. Uh, I'm going to make her listen to this tomorrow. Okay. And then I'm, we're going to get on some sort of a regimen like that. with the. What, I don't know if it's running, walking, whatever. Especially where we live now. Mm-hmm. There's like this amazing lit walkway. I mean, it's like beautiful. And you, it goes on for a, a while. And, you know, where we lived before was not walkable. Mm-hmm. This is now, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. I'm ecstatic about that. So we'll, we'll be taking advantage of that. And Outside as, of the neighborhood? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you you can walk to things here. You yeah. really couldn't do that at PT. And uh, now, uh, as far as cooking goes, that is a no-brainer. For, now that we're living with our sons, aka <laughs> neighbor slices, yeah. dude, I don't... We've cooked every night mm-hmm. since we've been here already. Like yeah. it's so easy because only one person has to step up to the plate. Yeah. So it's great. Are you guys doing an even job of distributing that person who 
Well, it's like, it's sort of one of those things like we all like doing different things. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the, it goes without saying the majority of the cooking will be probably be done by John Mm -hmm. probably. And then like maybe the rest of it whacked up with me, Tara and James. You hear that ladies? John is a domesticated cooker. Oh my God. He's amazing. You'd love him. Yes. But, uh, (laughs) I, I, I think I'm going to gun for the number two shot or slot. Okay. Because I'm I'm really starting to enjoy it more. Like I made that Brunswick stew today and it was a lot of work. It was, it was really good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, it was good. It was especially uh, like tomato-y. Mm-hmm. What, what, what made it so tomato Actually, the reason it was tomato-y was because Claire's on a keto diet, right? Mm-hmm. And keto. the recipe <laughs> called a keto. Yeah, I, I, uh, just so everybody knows, my I grew up with a good friend and we called him keto. So... And it's spelled the same way. Anytime I see it in public, I laugh. I'm just like, if only he had known back then that what was going to happen to his name. But anyways, uh, shout out Keto. So she's on the keto diet and it calls for creamed corn. And I replaced two cans of creamed corn with two cans more of Tomato. diced tomatoes. Oh, great. But I loved it. Me too. I, I, would, I think I'll make it that way now. It was delicious. And everybody who knows me knows I think corn is a dumb vegetable i didn't know that until today i just i think it's dumb why i I don't think it's particularly tasty it gets in your teeth it's not your body doesn't digest it it's dumb i I don't like it i uh i agree with you that it's a dumb vegetable on the cob off the cob i really like it yeah (laughs) i'm i'm saying dumb all around but the funny thing is it is i acknowledge how tasty it is on the cob it's like the most impractical messiest and not a good payoff. Did Cobb do something to you in your life? Cobb? No. Cobb <laughs> County? Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Did Cobb fuck up your digestive <laughs> system one day? It did not. But what I was going to say is, for example, when I'm eating lobster or crab legs, that's worth the effort. Mm-hmm. Corn on the cob, it's like, well, this is good, but like, I have to get a shower now. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. It's true. That's that's my corn rant. Really yeah, hard so to... Uh, <laughs> I had corn on the cob, or street corn. From uh, Crog Street. Oh, the other that day. stuff's amazing. And uh, but it was on the cob, and I got it thinking that it was going to be off the cob, and I was like, "Yes, it's off the cob." Mm-hmm. It came on the cob, and I got annoyed. I still ate it, and it was messy, and I don't think I'll do it again. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> irritating. It, it's just not worth it. To yeah, me. I awesome. think some people would probably say that cob cob. I keep I like calling it cob. Just singular cob. Yeah, cob is is uh, the better way to eat it, just because it's like entertaining to eat it that way. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't just doesn't do it for me. You, we we went down a little tangent there, which is the story of CHP. I'm trying to think of where you were going. You were moving on to the next thing, and I had to talk. I had to mention that Joe was on the podcast before. It, it was it was the New Year's resolution. Oh, okay, yeah. sweet. Okay, um, so we did the engagement. We did all that. This drink is incredible, by yeah, the way. It's going down so easy. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be a com- that's definitely be- gonna become a thing. Mm-hmm. Should I do a mad lib? Yeah. It's a Mad Lib, not an ad lib. Fuck you. It's a Mad Lib. Uh, number. Um, all right, wait, hold on. I'm going to try to make answers that I didn't choose in previous episodes. This will okay? be a good test every time, yeah. Okay. 100. Unit of time. Millisecond. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh... A, an adjective describing a texture. Uh, grimy. <laughs> Bodily fluid. Sweat. 
pretty mild. <laughs> There's so many things. Like, wait, can I change? You can. Um, diarrhea. <laughs> That's so much better. Uh, I can't wait for people to change them in their heads. Gemstone. Ruby. Hmm. That's interesting. Resident Evil, obviously. Nice. Fruit. Um. Kiwi. <laughs> Adjective. Fuzzy. Oh! That's hilarious. Okay, great. Um, adjective. Uh, <laughs> gigantic. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, animal. Armadillo. You did that last week. I did? No, yes. I didn't. Really? Yes. You said armadillo at Tommy's day at the zoo. And then you might have changed it to a parasite. But you said armadillo. I'm 100% what sure. What the fuck? How, why is my mind always going towards armadillo? I'm a weirdo. Um, oh, it was about finding your new lover. If you were lucky, you'd find an armadillo. <laughs> or, or a goldfish. Sloth. Okay. Ooh. Kind of feel bad about that one. Oh, man. Adverb. Um, I always get mixed up with adverbs. Um, You're describing how somebody does a verb. Right, I got you. Um, typically, L-Y. Sloppily. Perfect. <laughs> Not always, but typically. That's the easiest way to describe it. Yeah. Verb. I, I always think L-Y, by the way. Um, verb. Uh, did I have, I, I know I've probably said this before. Thrust. Thrusted? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a past verb? Yeah, yeah. I, that shouldn't have mattered. Thrust okay. was fine. Okay. I do that part. Um, a word. Any word. Any word. Um, kneecap. You did. Shut up! I swear you did kneecap before. Wasn't it like kneecap, bottle cap? Oh, it was some, It was uh, bottle cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fine, I'll change it. You uh, don't have to. Uh, bowling ball. You know what? I think I think it was a different. It was an earlier Mad Lib. I swear it was your body part. Okay. And you said ball, b- bowling ball. I just remember all this shit, man. Uh, adverb. Oh God. Um. Slowly. <laughs> okay, everybody. That's great. This is the alternative telling. This is called Tommy's engagement. Oh no. All right, here we go. So what happened in my in my alter alternative universe? My parallel universe engagement. Well, it was finally time for Tommy to propose. He had known and been dating Claire for 100 milliseconds already. (laughs) (laughs) He had the ring picked out. A grimy band the color of diarrhea with a ruby the size of a kiwi. A little unorthodox? Sure. A little fuzzy? Definitely. (laughs) But that's just the kind of gigantic person Tommy is. Oh, yeah. Once the day arrived, while Tommy and Claire were at a romantic sloth feast dinner, Tommy dropped to one knee. Claire sloppily thrusted the waiter because she was so excited. She exclaimed, bowling ball, which Tommy took as a yes. They lived slowly ever after. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? She thrusted the waiter because she was happy. Sloppily. She got so excited that she grabbed the waiter and had sex with him or her. Just real quick. That's true. She did the thrusting. Mm -hmm. So we... uh, 
that was another one of my on the flies. I recorded it or wrote it now five minutes. Next time I'm going to make it a little bit longer and I'm going to do it in advance of the podcast. It's going to be very well thought out. Well, it's definitely my turn to do one as well. Oh, you, you totally can. Which I I want to be a part of this as mm. much as possible. Mm. Well, I agree, but don't forget. It's like my uh, in high school, whenever I always did them with Angle, he was always better at writing and I was better at answering. I need to... I want to really expand the type of words that I plug in, for mm. sure. Okay. And this is this might be the Mad Lib book. I don't know. It, it. it might be. I love it. It's a it's upside down. These I mean, are actually really popular these days. Um, there, Alex and I are looking at. He he wrote it on one of those very small notebooks, um, like the size of a little black book that you would, you know, write numbers down in. But um, apparently Claire told me last time we were in a store, she was like, "People have been buying these like crazy." That's funny because this is from Nittany Crossing. This is where I lived Oof. in my middle years at Penn State. So this thing is old AF. Have you ever lived at a crossing besides that one? Decatur Crossing. Okay, that's why. I was yep. like, something sounds yep, familiar yep, yep, about you that. Had it. And those were basically subsequent, which is funny. So, there you have it. Is that another episode of the Craft Test Podcast? It is, book? except Tommy's engaged now. That's and, the big difference. And you're... There's no difference, but you're married. Yes, just status quo for me. And living in a new house. Yeah, that's true. There's that's, a lot of changes. And okay, the big house, is the, that's the huge thing. It's amazing how much happens in two years. Oh, that's a can on glass cheers. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh, we'll take it and uh, come back next week, please. See you next week. Bye. Ambient ice ASMR. I'll do other noises that I think people will like. <laughs> I like your roll out of there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really funny roll. You rolled like you weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> I feel like I did. It's, it's probably because you were trying not to let the drink spill, but <laughs> it right. looked really funny. Okay. Oh, it's so slippery.